0: Your girl, I am Sheila Michelle, and we are back for another epic episode of the I am Sheila Michelle podcast where we bring you all the news that you need as an entrepreneur on the journey to success. Today we have the beautiful Ashley Evans here with us. Ashley might look a little familiar to you depending on what you watch on TV. <laughs> but we're not gonna let the cat out the bag just yet. We're gonna go ahead and get into the discussion because this woman is full of entrepreneur ventures and where you seen her on TV is only one of them. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. My privilege. My privilege. <laughs> so first and foremost, Help us understand how you go from being mm-hmm. a young woman mm-hmm. from Waynesboro, Georgia, yes. to a chemist mm-hmm. in the big city of Atlanta, <laughs> to appearing mm-hmm. on
1: TV screens. Ooh, okay. So long story short, uh, being from Waynesboro, Georgia, um, I was a kid who always just wanted more, mm. way more than what that small town of waynesboro could offer me and i've always wanted to be in atlanta i didn't know how i was gonna move to atlanta i didn't know when i was gonna move to atlanta but i i just wanted to be in atlanta i didn't know why so and uh, another thing as a young kid i've always had that entrepreneurial spirit as well and business minded i remember making a business with one of my cousins where we this is weird now, <laughs> we took toilet paper and made roses and we would actually like go around the neighborhood and try to sell them. That's right. So that's like my first little business venture. And um, my first major was computer science Okay. at Georgia State. And I got into JavaScript and I was like, this is too much. Yeah. And so I was going to go to pharmacy school, Okay. decided not to go to pharmacy school and just get my chemistry degree and just stayed there.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, when you are multi-talented, as you are, it's Thank like you. that. You know you have a lot of choices because you know you can do anything.
1: Absolutely, I've always known that I could do whatever I put my mind to. I love And that. I have done that. Absolutely.
0: Well, I wanna know about this quest for love. Yes. So, you know, as you're discovering yourself, mm-hmm. right, you're discovering who Ashley Evans is, you know, obviously, that transition from a small town to a big city, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, finding a way, I mean, Georgia State in and of itself, I say, is like its own universe, right? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I personally was very intimidated by Georgia State, so mm-hmm. I went with Clayton State College mm-hmm. and University. Shout out to CCSU, by the way. Hey. Um, but how have you evolved?
1: Since Georgia State. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, right out of Georgia State, I got my first job as a chemist. Um, Mm, I worked in in quality assurance. I worked there about four years. And with the same company, I got promoted into the research and development um, department. And stayed there for over a decade. And the entire time that I was working full-time, I actually was pursuing acting as well. Mm. Yes. So you
0: are... Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> scientific and creative? Yes, that's so interesting. Yes, are you are you are you even handed or left handed? I'm right handed. Really? Okay. What does that mean? Even well, well even handed is when you like literally write with you can write with either hand. Because oh. I mean, you've got to be. I would think that the creative side and that scientific or very analytical
1: side mm-hmm. are like two opposite sides of the brain. They are, but for me, the way I... And I think that's probably the way that my brain works. I'm very creative. I've always been inventive and mm-hmm. innovative. Um, I remember creating makeup in my kitchen. This was before I actually went into, you know, creating my own lotion. I remember creating makeup. I invented, you know... Uh, a small box with a light switch and put batteries and everything in it. So I guess that's my creative side and the yeah. science side kind of meeting. meeting. Yeah, that's exactly. me exactly. And so for up until 2020, I remember my supervisor telling me that I was not a chemist. Mm. And so I was gonna show him. I went home and I formulated a lotion in my kitchen. I was like, "This is this is nothing. This is easy." But for but him. but why would he say you're not a chemist? Being... The only woman, the only person of color on my team, Mm. there was a lot of, I would say, dimming of my light that Mm -hmm. happened at Mm -hmm. that job and ultimately why I decided to leave.
0: Right. I understand that. Mm -hmm. So tell me what's going on with the lotion now, girl, because I mean, (laughs) I might need some. I don't
1: know. (laughs) Right, so right now it's just, I'm trying to figure out how to make, how to differentiate my lotion Mm -hmm. from what's already out there. Mm -hmm. Because I know I can make a lotion, but what's going to make my lotion different? Because there's a lot of lotions out there, but what's going to make it different? Yeah. So I'm still just trying to wrap my mind around how to make my lotion different. Yeah. What do you like about lotions that you use? What do I like about it? The fact that it keeps me... From being ashy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't necessarily like um, scented lotions or okay. anything like that. Um, I like the feel of the lotion. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like anything too watery or too thick mm-hmm. um, or too oily, mm-hmm. that's another thing. So it just has to be perfect. Right, exactly.
0: No, I agree with you, but I think that you're on to something because everybody doesn't like lotion. Mm. So what if you made mm-hmm. the lotion that the people that people who don't like lotion want? Like they may not like lotions because they are typically scented. Right. of um, thick, you know, they may not want the one like what you just described. Like there are legit clients who, you know, might consider a lotion if it wasn't heavy, if it wasn't scented, you know, but if it felt really nice and it did what it was supposed to do. Wow. Yeah, seriously. Um, I'm an oil girl myself yes. because it's hard to find a, lo- a lotion for me has to be just right. So right. I could be one of your customers. Really? Yeah. A, a, a lotion, got, it's got to be some kind of perfect.
1: Yeah. Otherwise, I'm, I'm just oil. So what do you do in the summer when it's hot outside with your oil? Um, is a certain type of oil, more like a serum? So right now I'm enjoying Sotheys, S-O-T-H-E-Y,
0: mm-hmm. which is, um, they carry it in St. Regis's Spa. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Um, it's actually an oil that can be used as uh, in your diffuser or on mm. your body.
1: So um, it's light. It yes. doesn't make you sticky. No. Mm. No. Okay. Okay.
0: Um, and when I was pregnant, many, many, many moons ago, I used to, there was a woman who made soy candles. So you could boil the can burn the candle. Mm-hmm. And then when it, when the wax, when it melted, you can put it on your body wow. to moisturize. That was really nice. Wow. So, um, you know, definitely let me know if you want me to try out your lotion because okay. I'll give you some feedback. I definitely will. Yeah. Because I'm going to need some testers. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But motion ain't it. Being a chemist ain't just if mm-hmm. even being an actress, you are also a real estate investor? Yes.
1: Twenty nineteen I bought my first uh rental property. Okay. I bought it um because my dad had already been purchasing property. Um, so has my brother. And I said, I want in. I want in on rental, uh, on rental properties. We have a lot of land back in Waynesboro. Yeah and my next venture is to do a multifamily property.
0: Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. Um yeah, tiny homes are really becoming popular right now. Yes. Yeah, tiny homes are becoming really popular. So with all of these different business ventures, these entrepreneurial <laughs> endeavors where, you know, you're not just somebody throwing stuff at the wall. Like these are things that you're very intentional about. Yes. These are things that are very viable. How do you see yourself managing the Ashley Evans enterprises? Like how do you see, because obviously you won't be able to stay very hands-on in all these things. Mm-mm. Right. But they all could definitely live live on. So how do you see managing yes. Ashley Evans Enterprises? It's about
1: prioritizing. Okay. Um, I'm blessed to say that, you know, once you have a tenant. Oh, I've, I've, I've had good tenants. I will say that I've had really great, great tenants. And so once there's a tenant in there and they're paying every month on time, it's kind of hands off because when I did renovate that property, I made sure there were all new appliances. I made sure that I had a new HVAC system. And other than making sure that the grass was cut every month or every two weeks, Mm -hmm. it was hands off and just money going into my account. Well, my business account. Um, The uh, the acting side of things or the performing arts side of things, it's kind of, I would, I don't want to use the word unstable. I would use the word, Sometimes you get auditions, and sometimes you, you actually book the job. So I would say you need to be present, of course, when you're doing a a film or a mm-hmm. TV show and things like that. And also uh, with the lotion. I have put the lotion on the back burner to focus on the others. And right now, because of the writer strike and SAG striking, um, the acting is now on the back burner as well. Gotcha. Yes. Well.
0: I, I think it could still. It's the eye is still on, right? Oh yeah, it's, it's slow cooking right now. Yeah, it's just slow exactly. cooking right now. It's, it's still cooking because good, cause good things come from slow cooking.
1: Absolutely, and when uh, when the strike is over, I definitely believe things are going to be back and yeah. much better. Yeah. Yes.
0: So my team actually looked at your profile. Uh oh. <laughs> my team looked at your profile. Uh oh. And they put together. What did they see? some questions okay for you let's do it first one is how has the pursuit of love played a role in your decision-making process decision making just, just in life like oh, you know love. you you want love mm-hmm. you intend to love mm-hmm. um So when you're making decisions about picking up another business venture or when Mm. you're doing your business venture,
1: how you spend your time? Mm. I would say up until very recently, um, I've been really, you know, just more so focused on finding love. And, you know... Contrary to the saying, when you go looking for something, you find it. <laughs> um, now I'm at a place where I'm not necessarily seeking that love. Am I open for it? Absolutely. But until that right person comes, I can't. I can't pursue. I can't pursue love. I can't pursue a man. Um, I definitely believe the right man for me is going to number one pursue me and he's gonna fit into my lifestyle and the same thing I'm gonna fit into his lifestyle. I think it's just gonna work.
0: Okay, okay. (laughs) And so what lesson have you learned from love to date that you actually see showing up in your business and the way you do business?
1: So this is something that I've learned very, very recently. Um, Tammy Franklin told me to follow my gut. And I believe that in dating and looking for love, my entire life, I believe I've been following my heart. And your heart can lie. Your heart can lie to you. (laughs) (laughs) And when you follow your gut, now I know, when you're really following your gut, it's more so like, God has given you discernment and you mm-hmm. get this feeling down in your gut. Mm-hmm. And in my businesses, I plan to, I haven't had the opportunity yet but because I, like I said, it's very, very recent. I plan to use my discernment and mm-hmm. follow my gut with my businesses mm-hmm. as well. And not just love, but in my businesses as well. And honestly, I believe, I know that from now on in, in life and in love and business, um, I'm going to, use my discernment that God has given me.
0: Amen. So the heart wants what it wants, and the gut tells the truth. Absolutely. (laughs) Okay, I got it, noted. (laughs) All right. Um, Obviously, you gotta be very busy with all of these entrepreneur endeavors. How do you balance your personal life?
1: Like, how do you have time for love? prioritizing. Um, you make time for what you want to make time okay. for. Okay. There's always time for what you want in life. Okay.
0: Okay. So you make time for what you need to make time Absolutely. for. Absolutely. All right. Last one. So chemistry involves experimenting and discovering new elements. Mm-hmm. How has your willingness to explore and take risk in chemistry translated into your approach in love? Ooh, okay.
1: <laughs> they wrote some good. Okay, ones, girl, yeah, right? that, that these are really good. So <laughs> I feel that dating and and relationships are experiments. Honestly, mm. um, you're you're testing things to see what's going to work, uh, what's not going to work. Correct. Um, and you also you learn a lot. You learn a lot about yourself. You learn a lot about whatever it is you're testing, i.e. the other person. Um, Basically, relationships and experiments, they're, they're, they're one, they're one one in the same. same.
0: Okay. So, bring us up to speed for those of us who do not watch the show (laughs) One Love. The One. The One. The One. I apologize. The the One one on TV One. The One on TV One. Bring my rich friends up to speed on the season. How did Ashley Evans start out, and how did Ashley Evans round out?
1: Okay, long story short, uh, the one on TV One is a dating show uh, hosted by Tammy and Kirk Franklin. I am the Bachelorette, and there is a bachelor. We live together in the same house. Oh, wow. Yes. We live together in the same house, and we go on dates with two people at a time. And we choose one of the people from those dates to move into a mansion. Okay. Um, so I chose six guys, he chose six ladies, and we all moved into a mansion. So 14 strangers living in a mansion okay. together. And we continue to get to know one another. And last night was the finale. Okay. So I can actually speak on uh, what happened. And At the end of that process, I will say that I ended up choosing myself. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Not at all. Nothing wrong with that.
0: Well, I was very excited um, for you to be referred to be a guest on I Am Sheila Michelle podcast. um, Because, well, one, obviously, Mm -hmm. I could tell you were a homegirl, right? I could tell you were a peach, <laughs> um, but secondly, you know, aside from you know your education and you know professional endeavors, love is such an interesting topic for me. yes um and what is this? We're in two thousand twenty three mm-hmm. right? Yes, so ten years ago, I was looking for love, okay I was looking for love. Mm-hmm. I was divorced. And, you know, I just felt like I left Atlanta. I had no intention of coming back to this city. I said, it's too hard to date in Atlanta, you know, because now I wasn't like someone who didn't have kids or who hadn't been married. Right. So that made it that added some extra layers. But I left here with the intention of never coming back because I was looking for love. Mm -hmm. And I was literally going to a city where a city had the that city had the reputation for being very family oriented. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And so God took me to North Carolina, Oregon, Tampa, and I had my birth right back here in ATL within one year. (laughs) He took you a lot of places. He took me a lot of places. (laughs) It was a long year. But while I was in Oregon, so I would like to offer this to you. While I was in Oregon, and I have two children that are biracial, two children that are not, and I'm thinking, okay, not only am I, you know, I have four kids, I have four kids, I'm divorced, I have biracial kids, like, ooh, I, I just don't make this thing. So I'm kind of complicated for somebody, right? Like, how is this going to work? And I'm in Oregon, and I was looking, dating online, I was looking at dating online, I was like, ooh, everybody look like strange Danger. Whew, No, <laughs> Jesus. And this book, probably SEO, right? Mm-hmm. This book pops up called Mary Smart, right. And so the woman was in Eugene, Oregon, which was about 45 minutes away from where I was in Corvallis. Now I'm 3500 miles away from where we are right now. Mm-hmm. So I my my journey for love started 3500 miles away from where we are right now, right? So I'm all the way up in the Pacific Northwest and I'm a Baha'i. We believe in Jesus. So nobody freak out and, and throw brimstones and stuff at me right now. <laughs> but so this woman, she actually was a Baha'i author and she lived 45 minutes away. So I was like, okay, that's, you know, genius. So I get the book. It's just a simple book. It's like a hundred pages. Okay. The book talks about why do you want to be married? Should you be married? What are your qualities? What are their qualities? What's realistic? How do you go about it? I mean, nothing really new up under the sun, okay? But I get the book. In the book, you have to meditate on the qualities that you want in the next person. Rich friends, y'all pay attention to this. You gotta meditate on the qualities. You gotta mm-hmm. do it three days straight. okay? And the the idea is if you cannot consistently meditate on what you want from someone, for three days, how in the world can you be committed to them? Right. So you meditate on it for three days. She also sets your expectation that you probably got a list of 10 things and you probably gonna get three. So let's just be real. You gonna be three things with somebody and you gonna get three things from somebody. So this whole <laughs> list of 10 things, that piece of paper that we write and fold and put in our purse, <laughs> like, yeah, that's, right. that's, 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 not, that's not facts. <laughs> then you have to write the date that you wanna be married. got really? write it down. <laughs> So I wrote August 16th, 2014, because I said, oh, I want to see somebody in all seasons. You know, that whole Mm -hmm. thing. Right. But I knew I didn't want to date a long time because chastity is a is a is a thing for a lot of us. Right. It's a struggle for a lot of us. And I just really believe that when you ask God for something, you need to be obedient. Yes. Like, don't ask God for something and then be disobedient. <laughs> like, <true>. come on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. So, <laughs> um, I wrote my day. I meditated. And then you have to, after you meditate for the three days, you have to burn the paper. And now we getting creepy. Yeah, I burned the paper. Well, I'm in the perfect place to burn the paper because the mountains is my backyard, literally, because I'm in Oregon. And so I burned the paper. Listen, I ain't got nothing to lose, right? I have zero things to lose. I got, listen, I burned the paper. And so I left Oregon, went to Florida, Mm -hmm. came back to Georgia, and um, got into a Mm -hmm. relationship with someone. I thought that this was my August 16, 2000. 14 person, right? right? Like, you couldn't tell me. (laughs) And it ended up not being it. Mm. I was so distraught. I went to Tiffany's. I bought me a single hood ring. I mean, I was just all the drama that I could be for myself. I was a whole soap opera, right? So after that, you know, there's another book, another podcast, but there's another book that says within six weeks of every breakup, somebody's going to reach out. Mm, you mm. or him somebody gonna reach out in six weeks it's just the way that it goes the book is called how to get him back but that's another podcast (laughs) right now we on the how to get him podcast (laughs) right (laughs) so i said i'm not i when he reached out listen i'm grown you grown Mm -hmm. ain't nothing between us but air and opportunity so if we don't want this Then we don't need like you need to go your way and I go my way. And that's what we did. So fast forward six months later, people like you don't talk to nobody. And I'm like, no, I don't talk to nobody because nobody is talking. Right. You're not talking. I don't have I don't. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and I have my journal out and I'm watching an old Ayana Van Show mm-hmm. where she's talking to the men and the women, and she talks about as women, like how our, um, you know, our body language sometimes can be really strong, which tends to run men off, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And and then I'm writing in my journal, I am ready for love. I had the same, I got the journal. This is all facts. Yeah. I said, I am ready for love. And I'm preparing to go on this trip by myself. And because in the book, the woman says, like, you need to go and explore, do the things that you like to do so you can meet someone that you will have something in common with. You Mm -hmm. know, it was nothing really. It was really just, hey, who are you? Who do you want your person to be? Mm -hmm. You know, get out, go meet somebody, get people to rally, tell people that this is what you want so they can support you. Yes. Right. Yes. And release. Release. Mm -hmm. And so. I um I write that in my journal. Ayana says, for one week, I want you to smile at every man you meet. Mm. If he asks for your number, cool. If he don't, cool, I want you to smile at every man you meet. So I did just that. Hey. <laughs> and I got on the airplane to take my trip by myself, because I'm doing, I'm doing what the book says, because I don't have anything to lose. Mm-hmm. And I said, Dear God, I am a bowl of fun, but I'm ready to have fun with somebody else. I would love to meet some amazing people this weekend, and I wouldn't be mad if I was married this time next year. Amen. I said that on jet bridge. and I met my husband the same day. Wow, I got off the elevator. he was standing. He and his cousin were standing right there, and I said, "Hey, how y'all doing?" Just like Ayanna told me to. And then he was like, oh, excuse me. Are you here for the Jazz Pub? See, Ayanna didn't give me the next line. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't give me the next line. I, right. like, I didn't know what to do. I was like, I didn't want to appear thirsty. So I was, I just kind of like ran off. <laughs> and when I came back, he was like, he was like, oh, I was just trying to leave a note at the front desk for you. And so fast forward, we went to breakfast the next day. We loosely hung out that weekend. That's Thursday. Monday, he said, how long you got to know somebody to marry them? Wow. That was April 23rd. May 23rd, I'm going to give you a promise ring. July 2nd, will you marry me? Wow. August 17th, we married. So in about a week, we're going to be celebrating our eighth year of marriage. Oh, that's a blessing one year and one day after what I wrote down. And so I just wanna offer you and offer anybody else that is looking, our studio audience, looking or desiring, because I always held firm and fast to this, that there is not a shortage of good men, that all men do not cheat, and that if God has it for me, it's for me and I believe him because I actually asked God. I said, God, if marriage is not for me, then take away my desire to want to be married. And he quickly said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all things shall be added
1: unto
0: Mm. you. -mm. He never said yes. He never said no. He said, I mean, he did it with the quickness. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all things shall be added unto you. And... um. You know, eight years later, here we are. And so I bought all of that woman's books. I bought every one she had. You can't even buy the book anymore. So if you would like a copy, I am happy to send you an electronic copy. And if anybody else wants a copy, I will happy. Listen, you gotta comment, you gotta comment, you gotta message me when you watch this video. You got like, share, subscribe, and then you get the, the video. But I bought all the copies and I shared them because I want us to understand as women that God will withhold no good thing from us. He will give us a desire of our hearts, but it does, it does call for obedience and it does call for faith and it does call for action. And if you look at it, it wasn't nothing that I did. And I always tell people, honey, if God are, if God will do it for me, He definitely do, He definitely do it for for you. And my husband is the most amazing husband. There there is nobody else that I would or should be married to. And so I believe that for you, I received that. Thank you. <laughs> I believe that for you, because. It's just a testimony. It's not that wasn't just for me, and all I did was follow the directions.
1: Oh my goodness!
0: One year and one day. I'm amazed. And we didn't I'm plan shocked. that. I'm and by shocked. the way, we were we were engaged to get married October 16th, which we did have a wedding October 16th, but we ended up getting married earlier mm-hmm. than when we actually had our wedding. Like it wasn't planned. It was just like a Monday. It was a random Monday, and we just went to. Because he, he, you know, he would always want me to spend a night at his house. And I was like, no, I'm not spending the night at you. I ain't, I ain't got no spending night bag. Right? <laughs> we getting married, you know. And I guess he was like, forget that. So once I had already, you know, talked to his mom on the phone. But like once I met his mom in person, I had met his mom in person that weekend. Then money, was like, let's go. And so we went to Marietta Courthouse, got married for free. I think, just the marriage license. But, you know, I'm very serious about that. And that's why I bought all those copies of that book. And that's why I get that book. And she told me I could do whatever. She said, you can resell them, you can do whatever. And so I just made a copy because I want every woman to know who, who wants, and I do say want, because marriage is not for everybody, right? It's not for everybody, but any woman who wants that, it is yours, say it's mine. It's mine. Say it's, it's, mine. Mine. it's mine.
1: It's mine. All right. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so I just wanted to share that. I really appreciate that. Just you sharing that story with me, just, it lifted up my spirits even more. That's amazing. And that is a blessing.
0: Yeah. And it ain't just mine, though. That's the thing. It's for everybody. I had a good friend who told me, he said, if women understood their power, Mm -hmm. men will walk around in towels feeding you grapes. That's what he told me. What do you tell me that for? I run it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, yeah. like, and some of us just, I mean, culturally and society-wise, mm-hmm. we're not empowered to think that way. Nobody, that, this no. this culture does not have us
1: thinking no.
0: that that is how what, what's supposed to happen for us. No.
1: Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like our culture, Black men and Black women, it's almost like as a whole, not everybody, of course, mm-hmm. but as a whole, it's just like black women this and black men that and this is like. They pit us against each other. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so I wanna,
0: I know you got places to be and people to see <laughs> now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do got somebody to see. Yeah, you got some places <laughs> to be and people to see, but yeah, so I'll be looking for my wedding invitation well, you will definitely get one. Yeah, I'll be looking for my wedding invitation. And, you know, the great thing about it is all the time will catch up. It's yes. not going to seem like, you know, all this time was lost. Right. All that's going to be restored. Amen. So share with the people, before you get out here, share with the people <laughs> your
1: upcoming projects. Obviously, they can go to TV One mm-hmm. and catch up. Yes. You can go to TV One um, and catch up on The One. It's hosted by Tammy and Kirk Franklin. Um, My future project's coming up. We're on strike right now, so I can't really talk about any movies, but I did film some movies this summer. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) So um, you can also, you can type in my name, Ashley S. Evans, in Google, and you can find some of the projects that I've been in. You can go to my social media on, on Instagram is Ashley S. Evans and that's about it. Thank you so much for being here. You, you
0: are such a lovely spirit. Thank you. Yes, so rich friends, y'all know <laughs> we talk about all things entrepreneurship and love is not to be discounted because you are going to need the love and support of your your, your mates, mm-hmm. whether they are you know spouse, whatever you wanna call it. And that's a whole nother dynamic. You know, but yeah, so tune in next time.